and five, four. Welcome to Love Castle, the Grigel Global Motorsport Podcast Roundup. Uh, it's a bit of a strange one tonight because, oh, <laughs> oh no, I'm going to hear that in my ear as well. First time we've done it live, so bear with us because he is looking all smug because he's just got back from. I'm buzzing. Belgium. What are you happening? Is your machine working there? You're panicking there. You don't look relaxed. You're looking. You're looking scared at the screen. Is it working? It's all working. We're live on YouTube. Uh, we're live doing our podcast for the first time ever. And I just had to mute the YouTube. So uh, it's all good now. So I'm not hearing lots of voices. I hear lots of voices in my head anyway. You know that. It's going well. We are professional. Let's face it. We are. We are. Yes, so, I'm buzzing. Buzzing. Just back from Belgium and um, buzzing. Uh, not because of the Grand Prix. Because <laughs> the cricket. We've just won the cricket. Well, we've drawn the series, but... Uh, I think a series been morally wide. Amazing entertainment. I mean, that's drama. That's entertainment. That's sport, you know. So, uh, yeah, a buzzing. But, yeah, I had a good time in Belgium as well. Plenty of entertainment, plenty of drama to bring to you on this show. If you're new to the show, thanks for joining. Uh, we've got a bit of a... We, we always talk about um, uh, motorbikes, but we're going to talk about a very exciting competition at the end with Bennett's British Superbikes at Thruxton, where you can get to go with this crazy man in a car going sideways. Uh, <laughs> the only four-wheel drive... Uh, the only um, uh, four wheels on the track that day. Uh, but we've got plenty to go through. So we're going to have the competition at the end, which is really exciting. So stay yeah. with us for that. We'll kick off with a bit of news. You got any news, Tiff? You were in... Oh, yes, the most exciting thing happening in um, in Belgium at Spa was not the Grand Prix, obviously. <laughs> it was this news of the Alp Alpine chaos. Um, that was the best drama I think we had. This, this It's unbelievable what they're doing. We just don't know, because uh, they've uh, mute with mutual consent. It's always mutual consent, isn't it? <laughs> not always, mostly, ways yeah. with. I can't pronounce Otmar's surname. I never can. Schaffernaver, I think. Yeah, Otmar Schaffernaver. Schaffmeyer, is it? Uh, and and Alan Pomain. You know, both, you know, Pomain's been there for a long, long time. I think he just celebrated 500 Grand Prix with that particular team. And Pat Fry had already signed out. So, you know, three top men. And it's it just, it would appear that, the you know, the, the top brass at Alpine have expected results sooner. And um, I mean, so there's a lovely, there's a lovely quote, which is a sort of uh, a, a, a sceptical vote um, quote from Otmar today, because uh, he's actually recruited lots of people to make the staff stronger, like other teams have done, like um, well, like um, Aston Martin did with the Red Bull man. But you can't use them because they're all on gardening leave until the end of seasons. So he's got some really good people that can start work next year for Alpine. And so, you know, his, his quote there was, you can't get nine women pregnant and hope to have a baby in a month. Which is a nice nine months. It's a nice thing idea. So he's obviously, you know, got these, these people standing by, but he can't use them until the end of the year. So, But it's funny because we normally say, or I'm the first to say, oh, it's the drivers, it's the drivers. But you forget uh, that there's such a massive team behind it. But to go yeah. for the top guys, between them, they must have 100 years of experience in, yeah. in Formula 1. So They're talking uh, about the engine being down on power. There was talking about um, engine um, balancing a gate. I can't remember when it was done before. Apparently it was at some stage in the past when they allowed a certain amount of equalisation of the power plants. And it seems generally agreed that Alpine are a bit down. But... Uh, 
just letting all these people go mid-season. I know there's a summer break now, so they've obviously got this four weeks, I think it is, to um, to get whoever's going to run idea. the team. No, if you're going to get rid of them, um, get rid of them now. This is a perfect time mid-season because then at least whoever comes in, hopefully, they'll give them a bit of time to, to bed in a little bit. Yes, but, but, the- but the outside world can't believe you'd get anybody better than Omar and no, especially Alan no, Pomeroy, you know. Yeah, I'm with so, you. Oh, you've got a glass on there, have you? You've got a bit of glass oh, going. Oh, oh cheers. Oh, <laughs> That's cheers, good. darling. Harmony. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm, um, so that was a lot of the drama. Uh, the weather was, of course, a drama, as always, in Spa, more so than ever this weekend. Um, well, we it wasn't more so than ever. Race. Don't forget, we had a complete write-off one year. So well, yeah, was, yeah. at least we got lots of racing in. That's true. Uh, yeah, Formula the, the 1, Formula 2 and Formula 3. They, they, they screwed their national anthem up just as well as England did theirs, I think. There was a weird version of the Belgian anthem. Um, oh, the, the you know, good news in the build-up to the race, the main race, was um, the, the DJ was down on about level five volume. Maybe <laughs> somebody's understanding that we don't mind. Don't mind the music if it's not killing us. We don't mind. Because when I tweeted last time, you know, I didn't like the, the DJ. You know, I said, well, I bet if it was Freddie Mercury and Queen, you wouldn't have minded. <laughs> well, no, but it's just... There's so many different tastes in the audience. Don't ram something that most people don't want down there. There's um, lots of different next. tastes on Twitter as well. Um, the other big news, of course, is that uh, in Formula One tyre blankets are going to remain for 2024. Oh, what, We're a both fans. what a we, surprise. We both uh, want tyre blankets to go because, and, and they're saying it's dangerous. It's not dangerous. The drivers aren't going to go out and kill themselves. Well, that's a, a, hor- a horrible kiss. It will be a bit more difficult. Say, but it'll be They'll more difficult. To, more difficult. Yeah. In fact, it was quite good when they put the blue tyres on for the sprint race because, of course, there were no covers. I suddenly realised what's weird because they sort of put the wheels on quite early on because they obviously had, they had to start on blues when the rain came down. I just back to well, that it's... DJ, though. I just said how, although the DJ, I let him off his volume, all of a sudden, it was only boom, boom, boom music. But then all of a sudden, glaring through the speakers, um, go to the next page, it says, I'm going to quote it now. I've lost my quote now. Oh, yes. All of a sudden, the only words, because, you know, rappers love just hype music, the dance music. It just said out loud, take your motherfucking clothes off. Now, I've just said that live on YouTube, which I would never dream of saying out live on any public. Well, you've just said it live. This is public, you dork. I know. That's why I've said it now for the first time ever, because (laughs) I'm just... Now now your career's over. It doesn't matter. I don't care, but I mean, it's just, you can't do that. You, of course why? You can't. And it was so unnecessary. Why, why, whoever thought, oh, that'd be really clever. I'll put a bit of that in, you know. No, it's not so, clever. It's so just Tiff, embarrassing. I don't know whether you're aware, but for, uh, so you have, you have the same song, but you have an explicit version and a normal version. So on the radio, they'll play the normal version. And then right. if you want to be an adult and you want to be, a, um, you can yeah. play the explicit version. So they well, this was in front of children of all ages. Awful. Yeah, they just, just you mentioned uh, that before. They did that before. Let's get yeah, there was another racing. word. They used they used the F word, F word, F word. I know. Let's go to sprint because the, the sprint race was really exciting. The, the qualifying, as we've always said, was exciting, <laughs> more exciting than, than the racing a lot. And the, the sprint race, I thought, was super exciting. Well, the five laps of racing you might have had out of the 15. I mean, this so they're told they have to put the blue tires on, right? And they're told we have to have a pace car start. And as soon as they're going around, they're literally they're, they're sending them out to, to get rid of the water. So they're using the heavy rain tires to get rid of the water. And straight away, um, George was on the road. It's intermediate, mate. It's intermediate, mate. So, yes, within two laps of them sponging away the water, 
the best, the faster time was going to be the green intermediate because obviously these blues, they're slow. They're, they're very slow, but they are good at stopping aquaplaning. So you're out there. So if the track was good enough, then why didn't we start racing earlier? And if it's because of spray, well, okay, that's another issue. But I would have then have done what we don't do enough of. I would have, the Americans do it as well, shut the pit lane entry. Because you know what, you know, you knew what was going to yeah, happen. Half absolutely. the field, as the green flag dropped, went into the pits. Yeah. Now, if you're an innocent bystander watching Formula One as a bystander, you're going to think the race is starting and the race. And what are all those cars going to the pits for? They're broken down. Why are they wild? And it looked ridiculous. So make them race for four laps on the blues. If you ever do that again, and you force the blues on them, fair enough to move puddles if that's a spray problem. But then don't let them restart and go to the pit lane. Because at least Honestly, then... I, I think the FIA are clueless sometimes. We'll Not come really. on to a couple of... I got a well, couple it's pretty rules. But then they would have had four... That would have spread the field out. So then when they did pit, which they probably all would have done after four laps, they wouldn't have all come in and, you know, in a great big pack, line astern at slow speed. It just looks stupid. And then, of course, we had Alonso. Yeah, but hang on a minute. They do that in NASCAR as well. They do that in your in your lovely, beautiful NASCAR and Indy They don't race in the rain. Yeah, but they, but they do all come into the pits together if there's a... Yes, because that's, that's the sport. No, that is the sport. That's, that's okay. But they come in on a yellow. They don't come in on a green, green, green. Okay. Green, green, green. They've got them all in on the yellows. Then they put the tires they want on for the next stint. No, no, they don't come in under a green. Uh, I... I, I am, by the way, periodically checking our chats on um, YouTube, and so far we got zero comments. So, uh, <laughs> so but we I've got away with swearing. Then I've got away with swearing. You did, get, you did get away with swearing, but um, well, when you only about, have two viewers, that's probably the problem. That's you know. <laughs> what about um, um, uh, mudguards? They were talking about some stage you're having yeah. uh, detachable mudguards. I don't mind them trying that. I don't think it'll work. I think a lot of the drivers said most of the spray comes from the, the ground effect and they're worse than they were two years ago because the ground effect is so close to the ground. There's more water getting fired out. Um, yeah, going back to the race, I mean, it was a good one. I mean, Piastri led. That, I mean, the Piastri is really the story. We should have said I love, that. I love that. him. I, I'm so I mean, into Piastri at the moment. I think Just a kid making his name at Spa, which is what Michael Schumacher did, you know, when he suddenly turned up at Spa and qualified the Jordan. And yeah, just as um, stunning, stunning, stunning. And uh, the way he led with confidence and, uh, you know, in the end, Max moved by him after the yellows. After the safety, I caused, this is my other bone of contention, by Alonso. So Alonso spun off at, at Pouon through the field of gravel. He didn't actually hit the barrier. I think he actually stopped two inches in front of it. But he's way off the road in a strangest part of the track with five racing laps left to happen in a short sprint. There has to be a time now we've got to go a bit away from this manic safety calls and there's got to be a strong enough steward to say, right, get the driver out, get the marshals out so the personnel are safe. You've got double-waved yellows going into that corner. And as soon as the driver's back at the barrier, you're going to say, the chances of anyone else hitting that are a million to one. Uh, under double yellows, yes, I agree. Yeah, well, no, no, you, then you let the uh, Sorry, go. sorry, under, under yellows, under yellow flags. No, then you go green, but you leave the yeah. car there. Right, okay. Leave the bloody car there because there's so much gravel. If anyone else went off, they'd only be doing 50 miles an hour to hit it. And the chances that there's no driver. Yeah. You know, it's just, you, there are times when you've got to not call, you know, the safety car so quickly. And you've got to allow a car to be parked somewhere. It's, not it's, diff it's difficult now, Tiff, isn't it? Because you, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. I get it from their side of it on the safety oh. car. 
You, you really can't can't win there. But you know, when you got you had fifteen laps, number eight were under safety car and seven were racing. It's like you know, circuit racing now in England. You know, I I, I feel very sorry for caterham drivers. We mentioned later they're thrashed. They were good fun, but you know, yes. you have a twelve lap caterham race with a three hundred pound entry fee. You've driven all the way there, yeah, and you you get a twelve lap race and you get six laps racing and six laps cruising around while they dig someone out of the gravel. It's it's a I don't know. Yes, it's safety, but it's... Uh, in, I, in, think, in, I had a brilliant idea, which I told Jonathan Palmer years ago, and he hasn't done it, <laughs> is to have snatch winches. So you'd have little over, um, lap overs in the barriers in the racing line, and you'd run out with a, the marshal, the one marshal under yellow, run out with a hook, hook the tow rope, and then just winch the bloody thing in. Instead that's of only going to get it. That's only going to get it to the barrier, though. And then you No, 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 the barrier flow of traffic that way you'd have gaps in the barrier a few of them with winches so wherever the barrier you could winch it in behind the barrier okay brilliant uh, idea it's, i have yeah, so yeah. i amaze myself with how many brilliant ideas i have don't give up the day job we've got one comment on youtube so ac3 anytime i hear tiff speak i'm all in so thank you for joining us uh and i think there's a few other people as well that are listening so that's that's good um so oscar piastri if it wasn't for max do you know what if it wasn't for red bull this would be the most exciting season that i can ever remember in formula one yeah lots of different winners yeah yeah sadly yeah. sadly red bull are just <laughs> absolutely smashing well max verstappen is at least anyway um no. anyone else stand out in the gases after all the alpine embarrassment going on in the, yep. in the man at least Gasly had a good third place in the sprint race, so that was great for, for Alpine. Give them a little bit of joy in what's been a miserable time. Uh, yeah, the Grand Prix dawn. Then the Grand Prix was a bit shame. This, again, I'm sure the teams won't like it. The Grand Prix grid was slightly spoiled by the fact they didn't have any dry testing. And the quali, was the quali? Yeah, the quali was wet at the beginning, wasn't it? By the time they got to Q3, it was pretty much dry in the end. But you see, but, but, and also these stupid regulations again. Well, you can't change your car setups. So because there was no Q2, no, sorry, FP2 and FP3, they had to set their cars for the race weekend in FP1 in the rain. And once you set your aero settings, it's, you can't then silly. change them. And McLaren, look at McLaren which, yeah. well, it probably, well, it helped Piastri, so let's say it did help Piastri perhaps. But they qualified only sixth and seventh. They qualified and they raced badly. Well, Piastri hardly raced at all because they had too much downforce. Whereas IndyCar, you've got a bad... When they come into their fuel stops and tyre stops, you see them little tweaks. They change the front wing angle in, in yeah. 10 seconds. Um, but you can't do that. Whatever you've stuck with on FP1, because there's not FP2 and FP3 before quali. So that drives you mad. Some rule it's got too many rules and regulations. So that put the McLarens back, having I mean, looked so good before. Um, put the Ferraris back up front. Ferraris looking good. Of course, Max had his five place penalty, so we all thought he might might hold him back for a little bit. So we're talking about the main race now, of course. Yeah, um, I watched Max on that. So we, we we were sitting uh, with with my motor passion guests in that turn one at La Source Hairpin, thinking, well, maybe Max will have a bit of a damage or something. And I watched him come in, and he just went way wide and just sort of skirted around the edge, so nobody's going to get near me. But of course, we did have the Piastri science uh, clash, which was such a shame because you know that was two drivers out that could have been a story. 
They're, um, they're just two lovely, fair drivers as well. They, yeah, yeah, yeah well, Piastri, the, I think he went through this whole F2 without even season without yeah. even damaging in a wing. It's a know? classic Spa first good. But I mean, Science did have a lot of room on his left. He was he had Hamilton outside him, but Hamilton gave him at least a car. He, he didn't have to pinch Piastri as much as he did, but Piastri was half a car behind. So I think it's more Piastri than it was Carlos. Um, but that and, was two cars out. And there's so um, much. They're, they're so big, these cars now. It's just it's this yeah. huge car trying to get down the inside. It was never going never gonna to fit. Poor old but, Piastri um, and, and Carlos. Yeah, and Carlos. He, and they left him out for old cars. He was last at one stage. They left him driving around <laughs> with a hole in his floor. <laughs> Poor man, just getting embarrassed all the way. And again, I'm, oh, again, when these Ross Braun regulations came out, that I'd put so much hope on for not using DRS... Um, and I actually saw one of the first pictures, and I thought there was no floor sticking out from the vertical sides of the monocoque. In fact, it was black, I think, in the picture. And I actually tweeted, brilliant, the floors have gone. But no, they hadn't gone. And, of course, as soon as a front wheel goes in between the front and rear, it happens so often, that stupid, so clever, tricky floor gets broken into, and then they lose their aero and they struggle around. Well, so, whilst we're talking about floors, uh, my mate who I play squash with, Ian Quarterman, he's actually a um, motor, motoring engineer or something. He did, went, to, went to Coventry College where they all do the design and stuff. Um, lots of his mates went on to design amazing cars and he's, he's playing squash with me at David Lloyd. Um, but um, he reckons there's something sneaky and tricky going on with uh, the Red Bull floor. He reckons they've actually got some sort of DRS-y, open, flappy type thing in the floor uh, as well. They'd find that nowadays. All those photographs of the, when it was up on a crane, you, you can't get away with that sort of thing. He reckons they've hidden it. Another, another conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory for Red Bull. No, Red Bull have just got a flipping good car. Brilliant driver. Um, check out how his moment of glory going into the lead and all that crowd cheered. And, um, no tiff. He had anything but a moment of glory. Well, he had a moment of glory. Well, he took the lead. He took the lead off of... my goodness, he was humiliated. <laughs> he was humiliated. He was doing his job, getting points for the team. So <sighs> the reason he's there, I'll tell you why he's there, because he brings a big load of money from, from Mexico. Don't know whether he still does. Don't know whether that's true or not. It could be. Must be. They would have got rid of him. I by don't now. know. I wouldn't say it on air, live on air. Well, uh, but anyway, so once, my opinion, once possibly, Max worked his way through, it was just boring. It was just such a dull Grand Prix. It's quite frustrating when you're standing in the grandstand, you watch them out they go. And like Lewis was like 50 yards behind Leclerc. And you just think, well, just can't you just go, go back? <laughs> and because they don't look on the ragged edge, you know, because he's 4 to 1, because he's all understeer, and you know, there's no real drama in the car going through the corner, as there is in IndyCar. Um, it doesn't look like he's trying very hard. I mean, I know he is, but of course, they're not trying too hard because they've got to conserve the freaking tires. So Lewis got a bollock. I'm not, Lewis, Max got a bollocking, didn't he, when he was out his softs for going too fast on his outlap, you know, risking the rubber. My goodness, so, he was cocky. He was cocky, though, wasn't he? With his oh, engineer. that quote about shall we give the mechanics some tire changing practice? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Max. If, if you're a Max fan, you loved it <laughs> for the Max <laughs> Andes. Um, yeah, I didn't like that at all. I mean, uh, 
So yeah, it was the most dull Grand Prix in the end. Nothing Lewis, Lewis Hamilton. Uh, in fact, Gary's just uh, uh, no. Kim Gary has just said, "What do you think of the?" So Kim and Gary have left comments, but Gary said, "What do you think of the Hamilton uh, penalty for rubbing Perez?" Oh, that was rubbish. Yeah, that was in the sprint race, wasn't it? I know it just they just got. But that's because the stupid cars. If if he didn't have the stupid floor sticking out, he could have got his wheel in between the two wheels well, and not touched in the main, them. Um, Hamilton. What did Hamilton get his penalty for in the main race? He, no, he didn't in the main race, did he? Yeah, he got a five-second penalty. So he finished fourth, and then his seventh, uh, he finished seventh, uh, fourth. No, it was the uh, sprint race. Checkered flag, Hamilton finished fourth and yes. got put back five, uh, three places, five-second penalty to seventh. Well, I was in Belgium listening to DJs. I couldn't. <laughs> but the, so the touch point- with Perez was in the, in the sprint race. So I don't know what you're talking about. Well, when he went that. inside him at that corner, yeah, Perez was dropping back in the sprint race. Perez dropped back badly. So, so for those of you just joining for the first time, we do normally, and and he was there. He's got he was the reporter on the ground. I normally check out all the facts, which I haven't had to do because I only got home two hours ago and I had to watch the cricket. Uh, and, so and my, good point, my point about the FIA was that little five second or the five the, 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 the incident with Hamilton that where he got penalised. And yes. then you see Soffel Van Dorm in Formula Re, FIA regulated as well, absolutely missiles, goes lunging at about four cars, takes them out and um, gets no penalty at all. It's, it's so bizarre. Ooh. Is that a story from London we yet to come? Yeah. Wait, watch this um, space. So, so uh, Fernando had a good drive from ninth to fifth. They're still not going very well at Aston Martins. Um Yuki Tsunoda had a good run from, I don't know what he qualified, he qualified the top 10. No, he didn't, he was outside the top 10, but he got the last point. Um, so as his career is in grave jeopardy, because Ricciardo, Ricciardo looked like he was going to take him, but Ricciardo had a bad qualifying because he got a track limits, took his best again, time really. again. And that must be so frustrating, those short qualifiers, so he didn't quite get out of Q3, Q1. So, so of course, Spa is the longest uh, lap time in the whole of the uh, Formula One calendar, so it's like yeah. what is it, two thirty or so, whatever, whatever the, the, the lap time is. But um, so it's so frustrating. You make one mistake and you got to go all the way around again. You've got, you got to recharge it. your batteries before you mm. do another lap. So yeah, bad day for Ricardo, good day for Sonoda, and everybody else was about where they normally are. Quite quite funny that both the Williams cars pitted with about ten laps to go and dropped to the back of the field. Um, Albon, who'd been running seventh or eighth earlier on, but had dropped back a bit. So they must have decided their tyres were going to go off the cliff and so put fresh tyres on. It was an entertaining game because Albon in the last five laps came from 17th up to 14th. Didn't get him any points or anything, but entertained me. I was, I, was, like, I, I was never convinced, but I am now. I think he's the real deal and I think he's a bloody good bloke as well. So, uh, well, poor yeah. Logan Sargent also put it, put him like nowhere, but he caught up the back of uh, 17th but didn't actually take the place. Or did he right at the end? But um, yeah, poor old Logan. Logan had, had a reasonable run. So, yes, yes. I mean, this is... If you don't have a safety car in Formula One nowadays, I mean, this is the sort of racing you're going to get. I mean, I'm afraid, but, you know... But do you, think, do you think it's acceptable for a, a team, do you think it's acceptable for two world-class drivers, the best in the world, to be uh, that far apart in, in terms of um, uh, how good they are? I mean, what, what are you thinking if you're Checker? What are you well, thinking now? Well, yeah, but Max, is, there aren't many brilliant drivers around. I mean, the, the great, the, the records they're now breaking are the records from the 1988 season with the McLarens won every race but one. 
Um, but of course, we had Prost versus Senna. So we had this most amazing season of racing, even though the one team had the car that was way quicker than everyone else. At least we had Prost versus Senna to entertain us, but we don't have that at the moment. Shame. <laughs> Big shame we didn't have a good number two. We don't have a good number two there. But, um, and again, if you're new to this, if you're Call it if you're watching just because we're live. Um, we think we should have um, uh, who do we think we should have from Japan? Uh, who should be who should have the Red Bull seat, Tiff? Um, don't throw names at me like that. <laughs> you always do. <laughs> oh, you way. do. You <laughs> can't kill me. He's leading the Japanese Super Formula Championship. <laughs> it's not you know I can't remember names. Lawson, Liam Lawson. Liam Lawson. He should be in the car, but obviously it's, you know, <laughs> tough. But he can't do any worse, I don't think. Yeah, Liam, get Liam Lawson on the phone now. <laughs> right, let's Formula, go. Formula 2. Yeah, Formula yep. 2 race, British interest. Ollie Behrman, a wild, wild qualifying. He and uh, Vesti, Frederick Vesti, the championship leader, who's, who's been in his second season now, they, they were the first out of the pit lane. Rain was coming. Uh, Behrman actually followed Vesti, which probably helped him. And they got, Behrman got pole and Vesti got second. And then the third place, the rain came down and nobody else got a clean lap. So the grid was chaotic. Um, then Vesti, championship leader, still a slightly damp track, goes out on the, the, the pit exit lap, not the, not the green flag lap, they sort of going to the grid lap, got to the top straight end of the Kemmel straight and hit the brakes to sort of warm his brakes up, rear brakes locked, turned him sharp right into the barriers, didn't even make the grid. Championship leader, Prima unbelievable, team. which has opened the door massively for for Jack. Yes, yeah, so Ollie, Ollie then Ollie then on pole didn't have his teammate and uh, led from the start and looked really mature, really good. More uh, Bearman fans, I think, growing every time. But he had Theo Pocher, the really talented French kid who's in his second year, who's leading the championship now, right on his tails, trying to get by a couple of times. Um, and he actually overtook him on the pit stop. So they managed to change their tyres. They both started on the quicker tyre. And the poor shared team outdid the famous Prima team, got him ahead. Uh, and then the pace car came out a few laps later. And Doohan, who I like Doohan, I think he's, well, last year we said he should have been in the Alpine. When Piastri left, we should have put Doohan in the Alpine. And a terrible first half of the season. But suddenly he started winning. He won he's in Hungary. Found some form now. So you really like Doohan. But he, he was on the alternative strategy. So he was the ones that started on the whites, not the, all the yellows. And he was like 20 seconds behind Behrman. Um, and the safety car came out before he did. So he did his tyre change with the safety car bunch in the field, got out between uh, poor Sherwood, overtaken Behrman by them. Um, and he had the soft red tyres or fresh tyres. So he was going to win all the time. And Behrman, Behrman dropped to fourth and eventually up fifth because I think he had a clash with Martin um, when Martin was sent up the skate road. So he got a penalty. But, you know, Oli Behrman... Another great weekend for him. She, she, I think Dewan's his quality, and I, I like these, I like his yeah. dad as well. But, yeah. but he was, I don't like it when they're rude to their engineers. I know it's the heat of the moment. I've heard him a few times be really rude Ooh. to him. And I don't, I don't like that. I just think, I just think it's unnecessary. I think uh, these guys, oh, yeah, but he's Formula okay, three cars were yep. splashing around. Ooh, we had another British winner, Formula three. Games. Yes, the main event, Taylor Barnard, who'd only, he'd only qualified 10th. Um, but I think all the front nine started went for slick. I don't actually follow the race. I wasn't there at the time. Um, whether they started on wets and changed the slicks, I don't know. But I think they started on wets and Barnard won the race. Job. You have one job. Go to Belgium and follow <laughs> the racing that was there. You're too busy 
I was entertaining the guests at that. It was eight o'clock in the morning. We were still getting them into hospitality. <laughs> I was busy earning me money as a hospitality person. Um, but Sophia Flourish finished seventh. She also was on Brilliant. the our strategy. So um, a couple of good results for different reasons there. But I didn't catch all the racing. I'm not sure how the rest of the Brits did. A couple of comments. For those of you listening normally on podcasts, sort of catch up. We've, we're doing this live. So uh, if you just joined, but we got some comments. Kim, for eight nine i like you because you're giving me all the answers so uh actually lewis hamilton did finish fourth and he didn't get a penalty so, so i haven't got a clue basically. it was from the sprint race you're right <laughs> but it was the okay, sprint race right. all right keep your niggas on um liam lawson yep and piastri for the red says tom cat power too um right so that was spa uh entertainment factor tiff's entertainment meter for the weekend at spa three you can't say that. You're with, with motor pattern. You're selling a bloody... I apologise to them. The dinner afterwards, I do a speech afterwards. I'm saying, you know, and it, it was heartfelt because I know how much... They've spent thousands of pounds to come on these trips. And I actually say, look, I'm sorry. I'm a bit embarrassed for my sport um, because this sometimes happens. You don't always get an exciting race. But I did then go on to say, um, however, what you must be happy that you've been here to see one of the greatest Grand Prix cars with one of the greatest Grand Prix drivers who will become even greater. So you've seen a domination by an amazing team. And that's happened throughout the history of our sport. Fangio dominated the Mercedes in the 50s. Jim Clark dominated the Lotus in the 60s. Schumacher dominated, you know, with a Ferrari. Senna dominated with a Benetton, not Benetton, in the McLaren. Um, and then, of course, you know, Hamilton dominated with the Mercedes and now it's just happened. So this this happens in Formula One. It's a cycle. Uh, yeah, you can't get away from it. So, so just enjoy the fact you've been here and seen, you know, a dominant display when, when the, both the driver and the car are right on the top of their form. So let's move on. Uh, a Porsche, it's pretty much Porsche. They enjoy the Porsche race. Harry King, he yeah. was dumped down to eighth. And he got a five-place grid penalty for being a naughty boy at previous races. Points, points on his licence. Yeah, he battled through to fourth. It was a fantastic fight, top four, nose to tail. And it started raining, got interesting. Three laps together, it rained a bit too much. They were all slithering off, so they had to stop it. So Harry was stuck in fourth place. But entertaining Porsches. I saw that one. So, so the most entertaining uh, thing to go to next must be Caterham then, or should we leave that? <laughs> no. No. Um, bike, just a bike, top bikes race for the world. Superbikes were to uh, Czech Republic. Most great track, great racing track. I've only read the results. Uh, but top prank, Rez Gatliogu was trying to catch the dominant Alvaro Bautista Ducati man. He had a good, he had a, he had a win in a second, but then he had a, he was leading the final race and he had a tyre delamate or puncture and gave, made a big high side crash and didn't finish. Um, good weekend for Jonathan Ray. It rained, maybe Ray is good in the rain. He had a win in the rain, a second and a third. So Jonathan Ray has dropped out of this, been left really to a Raz Gatliogu Bautista competition. Um, so Ray had a good weekend. Uh, the bloke coming up is this Daniele, Danilo Petrucci. He was a MotoGP superstar, but he's now down in superbikes. He had a second and a third, so Petrucci fans were happy. And British fans, Scott Redding, having, a, having an awful season with his BMW, had a good fourth place. So Scott Redding up to fourth. Have you got the so, championship? Yeah. Uh, list there who's no, it's still Bautista's well out in front but Razgat Yogu was closing in because he had a few wins recently but now with the DNF he's dropped back again uh, it's going to be Bautista's year again 
We just um, thought he was going to do it, though. Razgatslioglu, yeah. after his epic year, I'm so good at pronunciations, Razgatslioglu. Uh, we thought he was just going to walk it, really, but uh, it just goes to show it's a, it's a bit of a step up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, Bautista won it like um, the Ducati's come on form. Yeah. The right, Roman come back to Britain, the World Championships is back to Britain for the former E's. Did you watch the E's? I saw there's a lot of rain and red flags I read about. And uh, but the main thing is Jake Dennis took the championship as we knew he would because he was so far ahead after the last round when chaos reigned in Rome. Uh, and a second place behind Mitch Evans, I saw in race one, gave him the points to take the championship for the Andretti Porsche team. Um, maybe he hopes Andretti comes to Formula One, but get Jake into Formula One. So yeah, I, I read that. Too. I haven't got it. Rupert. We did it on the on the um, one of the tweets tweets podcasts a while ago. I mean, Jake was racing with all the superstars of today, and he was beating them. You know, he was right up there, but he just didn't get the brakes. Then race two was won by Nick Cassidy, who uh, had a bargy pargy with his teammate. I think he raced one, which spoiled his There's championship chances. Quite a bit chances. of bargy actually in the former <laughs> this weekend. Uh, uh, but that was all red flagged and rain and chaos, was it? So did you watch? Did you ziz through that, or did I you ziz, fall asleep? I ziz through it, it, but it was. It's, I, just, I don't. I don't. I don't like it. For me, racing is flat out. You know, go for mm. it and, and race. Like you just said about the Formula One, when when you've got to preserve your tyres, you don't want that. You want people racing yeah. on the edge every lap, and Formula E doesn't give me that. So that's I, we but were it's fighting. Not, but with... more, it's not such a sort of slipstream. The, the circuit isn't is not such a, a, a energy saving circuit. Is it? Was there not some close stuff, or was it a bit processional? It was. Yeah, there was a bit, lots of overtaking, but you don't know whether they're overtaking because someone's uh, battery saving. So that's mm. yeah. Actually, funny enough, I'm not, I'm not convinced the, the Needell family, my son Harry, who's, who's working in a small market research, well, very talented, award-winning market research company in St Albans, so they suddenly got a job to do a, a fan survey at Formula E. And I haven't had a chance to phone him up now to see what the survey said of fan satisfaction. He was there on Saturday and uh, oh, bumped, into, bumped into Johnny Smith. They sent me a photo. Bumped oh, into Johnny brilliant. Smith. So, yeah, well, Formula I'll E... I'll see Harry um, a week in about uh, 13 days' time when we come on to the British Superbikes Superbike uh, competition at Thruxton. A couple of hellos to say hello to uh, Georgie. He said that show's great. Why don't we get some guests on? Yeah, we'll do that. Callum Races. He's a good driver. Uh, he's got a good podcast. And um, and Kim, again, is giving me some nice little bits of uh, information as well. So um, keep the comments coming. or not? No, all right. Yeah, uh, Formula right. One Academy. The ladies were down in Paul Ricard and Abby. Do you know that's the wrong name? Formula One Academy is wrong because they're not anything like Formula One cars. They're like Formula Ford cars, aren't they? They're yeah, but look they're... how exciting it is! Didn't you see the press release last week? Ten of the cars are all going to have Formula One color schemes on their cars. <laughs> Stop it! Because W Series was fantastic, and it was they well, proper steady, cars steady, and steady. Well, it... they were better cars. Anyway, well, they, Abby they're, they're Pulling like... in a second place. Still hasn't had that win. And uh, she didn't finish one of the races. They have results this, um, sheets in the F1 Academy website. And if, if you, maybe there's a restart, you just, you don't get mentioned. It doesn't say didn't start or crashed. Her name just doesn't appear, but she had a second and a seventh. Dominated by Spain. I and mean, this um, Marta Garcia, who's leading the championship, seems to be the real standout woman from it all. Uh, she had two wins. The reverse grid was won by her Spanish uh, friend, Neira Marti. But, um, it was on the short recard circuit. I don't know. I mean, unless, unless they now put Marta Garcia into a Formula 3 car sponsored by FIA or F1 or FIA, I don't know. And we have to see how she goes because they've got to eventually go in with the big mix. 
But that's what the F1 can do. Aussie supercars down under. Wins for Shane Van Gisbergen and Brody Kozkecki. He seems to win most weeks, Shane. No, he hasn't dominated this. He's not leading the championship. Uh, okay. Both in Camaros, of course. Again, the Fords, no joy. And those two are both doing um, the NASCAR race on the Indy, Indy, Indy road course in two weeks' time. So Shane obviously having won the Chicago race has now been invited back to race at uh, Indianapolis. And Brody Kostecki is also racing, as is Jensen Button. So that race in two weeks' time should be of some interest to both Australians and the Brits. And the Americans, we have driven NASCAR over in America. NASCAR was a surprise with Chris Boucher in a Ford. I haven't seen all the race. Uh, he did a good job. It means he's won a race, so he gets to the playoffs without points. He led 86 laps. So, and um, the number five car didn't finish anywhere. I don't know what happened. How, how did number era. five car last year? He's 19th or something. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, didn't, I didn't go that far down. You're like Boucher. these drivers. You're like these drivers. Boucher. When they don't do very well, they don't put a tweet out about it. They don't tell anybody. They don't put it on social media. You're like them, aren't you, with Carl Larson? You don't mention so then, as, as people listening the first time, we go around the world of motorsport. It's what we, we bring the world of motorsport and British success to the thing. Uh, we come home for the BTCC at Croft. And if you watch this, I've only read the results. And I'm worried the BTCC is losing its excitement uh this ford team i mean again they are the red bull of btcc um the napa team uh the three fours i think they finished one two three in the, both the two races which were straight races, up then bmw came yeah back, one yeah. win for camish and one win for sutton and the gaps were quite wide and this was supposed to be a rear wheel drive it's always been a rear wheel drive circuit yeah. craft always the bmw's dominated i mean yeah. um colin turkton got pole position by the lucky draw uh, from sixth, I think he finished in race two. One held off to win the second race, the third race, I mean. But you know, it's I don't know. It needs a shake up somehow. BTCC, and I don't know. I don't know what the full. No, it's still got a big following, Tiff. It's still got a really big loyal following. I think. Uh, I don't think they're doing too badly, are they? There's a lot worse than than BTCC, that's for sure. And you have got Paul O'Neill, uh, Owie on the commentary, so that's always good. That's always well, the commentary is brilliant. I mean, the commentary is perfect. Yeah. The whole show's perfect, but the competition on the track seems to have lost some of its edge. How did they make Jade Edwards do? I didn't look. Actually, I, I did look. I think she was towards the back. I don't know. It must she gets some bad luck. She gets a, she's a brilliant, brilliant driver. She gets some really bad luck. So there's nobody listening to us that was at the BTCC or watched it or was amazed by it. I can say quickly, make a well, comment. I'm, I reckon Kim will come up with a comment. She's just said... Uh, Kobayashi will also drive NASCAR and Indy. Kobayashi? <laughs> wow, that's fantastic news. Kamui yeah. doing IndyCar. Well, yeah. yeah, that would be exciting. And NASCAR? Yeah. That'd be terrifying. He's overtaking manoeuvres. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't go down but with NASCAR, boys. <laughs> what have we got next? What was what was on in, in America? There must have been NASCAR and IndyCar. What, let me have a look at my list. No IndyCar. NASCAR. Just on the NASCAR. Oh, that's yeah. all it was. Okay. Um, so so is it time to we're at caterers? Rucks to them for caterers. Were was that all? Uh, I mean, it's almost stream, competition. Crazy slipstreams going on. Caterers, it's brilliant. It was a uh, uh, Was it's, it's the fastest circuit in the UK. If you don't know, Tiff's uh, base there. Is an Abbey pulling there as well? No. Oh, I made that up. Um, <laughs> so this is a very nice link to our next uh, segue to our next item which is the bennett superbike uh competition because 
the caterum, so the middle caterums, there's five different classes, the middle caterums, the 270s, they, what do you think the average speed was around Thruxton? You should know this. Well, they did, Damon top Hill. About a, top speed's about 120 miles an hour. Damon Hill's got the fastest lap, 147 miles an hour, which I say on every one of my passenger rides around Thruxton. <laughs> and Damon Hill's 147 with a top speed. Um, so the Formula One car is at 147. Uh, Caterham, what about 77? 96 miles an hour Ooh. average speed in a car that does 120 miles an hour top speed. Unbelievable. So British superbikes that are coming there uh, in a couple of weeks' time on the 12th and 13th, well, and also the 11th, 12th and 13th, um, but I could, my, my mind is blown. How, how fast are they going to be around there? How big are their balls? Am I allowed to say that? I don't know. I, 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 you, you can research the lap record. I don't know what, they, what time they do, 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 do. <laughs> touring cars yeah. about one minute 50. What was the fastest? I think touring cars about one minute 15. Do you know what the lap time was for your caterers? No, but Kim's average? let me down. Uh, 128 the lap times. Um, Kim's let me down. No, not IndyCar. He would drive NASCAR. And I can't read because there's something in the way. But anyway, so... so one minute... I'd do about one minute thirty with my passenger rides with a BMW M2. What going sideways? Yes. Okay, so with that's perfect. The perfect timing. I'm glad you brought that up because we are doing something with um, uh, uh, Bennett Superbikes. Uh, it's a competition, and I think it's a brilliant competition. So uh, we spoke to Higgsy Stuart Higgs, who runs it. You get a chance to meet him, and I'm sure you'll be able to talk to him about what it's like to run a uh, top. Um, uh, race series and you get to meet Tiff I'll be there as well but that's not very exciting you get to meet Tiff but not only do you get to meet Tiff you will get to have his passenger rides where he goes sideways in his M2 so it's, there's going to be uh, two tickets so a pair of tickets so one winner with a pair of tickets you've got to sort out all your travel and accommodation stuff but the, when you get there you are going to have the best time ever you're going to be looked after by Bennett Superbikes we're going to buy you a cup of coffee or something as well. So we'll bore you for uh, for 10 minutes. And then, like, like I said, you'll go out with Tiff in the M2 going sideways. So it's this unbelievable competition. Really grateful for Bennett Superbikes for putting this on. Uh, you'll be able to walk in the pits, meet some of the riders and, and all that lovely stuff as well. And Thruxton's a, it's just a lovely sort of family circuit. It's got a good feel to it, hasn't it? You would say Really, that, the friendly circuit. Where sometime <laughs> this Friday or Saturday... I think I'll be taking my 8,000th passenger ride. And they win a free ride and a goodie bag from Thruxton, a goodie bag from Pirelli, and a goodie bag from Hendy Performance. So if you're there this Friday, Saturday at Thruxton, you could be my 8,000th passenger ride. Then you but, get a free, but he could win one for free. He can win one for free. In our how, do they, how do they enter this competition? With, but I'm glad you asked that. That's a very good question. We've um, never done this you know. before. What? We never done this for, and I I panicked about ten minutes before we came on air. I phoned uh, Tiff, uh, Tiff, uh, Phil, our uh, social media guy, said, "What what are the rules?" So he very kindly went through the rules and told me that it's super super simple. All you need to do is make sure, and we'll put this on our Twitter and Instagram and stuff. So make sure you follow us uh, and Bennett Superbikes on Instagram or Twitter. If you want to do both, you get extra entries. Or leave, just leave a comment. That's all we got to do. Leave a comment so we know your name. Put well, it on our thing here. Here, Twitter, or Instagram. We'll collect each one. Make, leave a comment. Put a, a motorbike emoji or whatever. How does the winner get picked then? It's a computer. At random. So British Superbike is going to pick 
the winner and we're going to announce the winner. We're going to announce the winner next uh, Monday. Sounds very complicated. It's not. It's the easiest competition you could ever enter. It's going to be a really cool competition. So, right, so go through do, How do I enter then? Comment below. Leave a comment on here, YouTube, YouTube, Twitter, or Twitter. Instagram. Would that have to leave their personal details no, on no, Twitter? No, just a comment. Just put a How motorbike. How do we find them back? A, a motorbike emoji. That's all you need to do, a comment. If you want to share it with your friends, we'll give you extra entries. So if you leave a comment, we'll give you one entry. If you share it with anybody, so if you retweet the tweet, we'll give you an extra five entries. And if you um, share it with three people on Instagram. We'll Are you making this up as you go along? Yeah. No, I'm not. No, I've got, I've got all the rules here. I've got... Well, maybe the can they go somewhere to look at the rules? That's what yes, people normally gonna, say. Yes, we're going to put it on Instagram and Twitter. So uh, okay. um, oh, it's quite stressful doing these conversations. <laughs> this is, I've just realised why we've never done one before. But it is. A I was driving home today from the airport when we had one of those make me a winner things. I mean, you listen to those on the radio. I love doing it because it was £101,000 today. So some book, and then you have to answer the phone within five rings. Have you ever listened to these? It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And so and you, the, have say, you have to say, listen. make me a winner. Yeah, make but, me a winner. But, I mean, they, people must get traumatised because sometimes they pick up the phone and say, hello. <laughs> and they say, uh, I'm sorry, but you should have said, make me a winner. You cannot win. And when you put so, the phone down from that happening, that you've just not won £101,000. I couldn't live with that. I couldn't live with myself. <laughs> <laughs> or when it's or it's five rings and it goes off and you're running to your phone because it's ringing and it stops and then you, you have the no number. problems no problems with it. you don't have to say make me a winner nothing like that at all right. this is the simplest competition okay. for a uber cool result so okay, can I have my food I need, I need food I need dinner now the prize oh, next is, week we haven't talked yeah. about what's coming next week in the motorsport world let you me finish just, your competition let me just, stuff let me just summarise what the prize oh. is the prize is two tickets VIP tickets I say VIP but you'll be able to go in the pit lane you like think you'll sort of have access or areas but uh and you'll get to go around the track both of you whoever you bring with tiff Nadell in the m2 so uh during the races or before the races so and that's for the sunday only by the way sunday the 13th of august so it's a brilliant competition please share away we need to get we need to get some uh well i think we need to get about we need to get lots of publicity here tiff it's a brilliant <laughs> prize it should go viral, son, like Chris Harris. Well, I'm sure you'll tweet morning. the prize that I can retweet. Yes, we will, indeed. Uh, and is and this podcast going up on our YouTube channel? So you've recorded it's up, it's it as well. It's there. Oh, I it's see. There. It's like, oh, I it's see. Oh, flipping out. Yeah, us, us drinking red wine and talking absolute nonsense. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what's coming on next week? There's no formal Next no weekend, there is no Indi week. one of the most, the most spectacular IndyCar tracks, which will have all sorts of it. It's a bit stupidly twiddly tight in a few corners. So there will be people hitting each other and lots Where of maybe. It? Too many. They tend to have its one. Tend to have a sort of green flag, and then crash another flipping yellow, 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 yellow. Green flag crash and more yellow. So it can be a bit annoyingly boring if you fed up with. But it's spectacular. It's at Nashville. Nashville. So um, well worth taking a look at IndyCar Nashville. World Rally Championship goes to Finland, where Kalle Rovanperä is doing a Max Verstappen on the Rally World, and he'll probably win the championship before the end of the season, just like Max. Um, and he's at home. I think it's his homeland, Finland. Yes. So I expect he'll win again. There's only really about three people who win. Sebastian Ogier is going to be his teammate. Otherwise, it'll be a 
another Rotherham pair. MotoGP, of course, coming over Silverstone. This weekend, MotoGP. Susie will be there. We'll all be there. MotoGP, I won't be there. I'm working. Um, over in America, IMSA Sports Cars at the magnificent Road America, the best road course in the world. So if, I don't know how you can watch that, if you can download it or something. Uh, NASCAR at Michigan. So MotoGP at Silverstone, the big home thing. NASCAR's your Sunday night entertainment. And World Rally Championship will sort of go on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Calais Rothenberg will win. I'm afraid. So, finally, don't forget the competition, uh, but need to say hello to Jason Jackson. He's just left a comment as well. He's a, he always leaves comments on our posts. So hello, Jason, and thanks for hello, joining Jason. everybody. But there's 25 of you watching at the moment. Thank you all so much. Cheers to them and cheers to you and cheers to anyone who watches this afterwards. Don't Cheers, forget Paul. the competition. The competition, competition. is mega. It's going to be really good. You, uh, Bennett's British Superbikes at Thruxton, 13th Ride of August. Drive with Tiff. Meet the drivers, the riders, sorry, and uh, pit lane, etc. Don't miss it. Cheers. Cheers. Well, I've got to press end now because we're live. <laughs> oh, I thought we got 25 viewers. Oh, these live podcast. I always watch that hard compound, man. And he's usually got one. I can't see you anymore. You cut me off. Cut me off just like that. And then, and then you cut me off. But, but I'm still on now. Oh, well, cut, cut. <laughs> what if I turn? If I turn this machine off? <laughs>